Now for something completely different is right. I figured I'd take a different turn this episode as we slide into fall and comment on the amazing creativity of many of my neighbors regarding all things Halloween. Over the last few weeks, as my wife and I do our evening walks through the neighborhood, we've begun to notice all types of creepy festive decorations adorning our neighbors' houses. There are skeletons clawing their way to the surface in raised bed gardens, bats hanging from tree limbs, and giant spiders crawling down enormous webs which span across entire yards. Many homes are festooned with inflatable creatures of all sorts, including ghosts, goblins, Frankenstein-esque monsters. There's even an enormous bulging-eyed Tyrannosaurus Rex emerging out of a pumpkin. We still can't seem to figure that one out. Despite all the festivity going on, we tend to keep things pretty low-key at the old Castle de Cadwell. A bowl of bite-sized candy bars at the ready for trick-or-treaters is about as spirited, pun intended, as we get. Besides, we've been wearing masks all year round, what's the big deal? So I surprised myself when I decided to do some research on this holiday that, honestly, I typically ignore. Here, my friends, is what I found. Halloween is a tradition that started around 2,000 years ago with the Celtic people who lived in the area that is now known as Ireland, the United Kingdom, and Northern France. These ancient Celts would hold a yearly festival called the Sowin to celebrate the end of summer and the beginning of the cold and dark winter months a time of year they associated with human death. During this annual autumn festival, the Celts would light bonfires and wear costumes made of animal heads and skins in the hopes of warding off ghosts and spirit, who they believed returned to earth to damage their crops, wreak havoc amongst the living, and generally be a pain in the rear. Sometime around 43 AD, the ever-expanding Roman Empire had conquered much of the Celtic territory. During the 400 years, or less, of their rule, a few festivals of Roman origin were eventually combined with the traditional sow-in celebration. That seemed to go pretty well for everyone involved. It wasn't until 1000 AD that a pope named Gregory III declared November 1st the official day to honor the dead. All Souls Day, as it was known, is now believed to be the church's attempt to replace the Celtic festival with a church-sanctioned holiday. That said, All Souls Day was celebrated pretty much like the ancient holiday was with big bonfires, parades, and folks dressed up in all sorts of costumes like saints, angels, and oh yeah, devils. All Souls Day was known as All Hallows. The night before was known as All Hallows' Eve, which as you've probably guessed by now, became Halloween. In the U.S., during the late 1800s, there was a move to make Halloween into a holiday that focused more on community and neighborly get-togethers than on ghosts, pranks, and witchcraft. Parents were encouraged by community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of the Halloween celebrations. Dang. Because of these efforts, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones. No more animal sacrifices were needed, in other words. 
At the turn of the 20th century, Halloween parties for both kids and adults became the most common way to celebrate the evening. Carve a few pumpkins, bob for some apples, have some good food. Pretty wholesome stuff for sure. Which brings us to now, where Halloween is a month-long celebration of pumpkin patches, corn mazes, scream parks, scary movies, costume parties, and more, all culminating in a night of parentally supervised trick-or-treating. It's estimated that Americans spend around $6 billion annually on Halloween, making it the country's second largest commercial holiday after Christmas. So there it is, my take on All Hallows' Eve. Regardless of how you care to celebrate it or not, I hope you have a great October 31st. And now, before I go, I want to leave you with a short Halloween poem. On this night of spooks and gnomes, of swooning leaves and cringing crones, of legends told from ear to ear, of shrieking cats that grin and sneer. Over the hills and past the tree, a haunted house there's said to be, with chill and mist to pierce your soul, and whispering winds to keep you cold. Heed the whispers straight from hell, to keep you safe from witchy spells, for through this night of devilish play, all who tread 